So very excited to be joined today on the Midwest Swing Podcast. We are talking MLB trade deadline, and we will be focusing on the parent clubs for the Midwest League teams. But we want to talk all things MLB trade rumors. There's only one guy to do it with, and it's Bob Nightingale, USA Today. Bob, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Sure, my pleasure. Absolutely. So I got to start off with the big, the biggest story to start the trade deadline. One of the biggest names that's been on the market, Shohei Ohtani. Of course, the Angels decided to change things up and take his name off the market and try to win. Now they make a couple of trades. Um, what were your thoughts on not only the Angels taking Ohtani off the market, but also making a couple deals to try to improve the team to win now? No, that was a great move. Uh, you know, he was never on the market, and the GM had said, we're not trading him, and nobody wanted to believe him. And finally they had to come out and get him and say, hey, you know, enough, enough. We're not, we're not trading the guy. He's just too valuable to the organization. Uh, remember now, he makes, a, he makes the franchise a lot of money. You know, it would have been like the uh, Yankees trading Aaron Judge last year, uh, you know, what he's doing. But, you know, he brings in about $20, 25000000 million to the franchise, not to, you know, not to mention all the seats he sells. This guy's going up to a home run record too in the American League. So you would have gone from, you know, potential sellout crowds to about you know ten fifteen thousand a game. So they had to do that. And then you, if you're you know keeping them, means you want to re-sign them. And the best way to re-sign them is by making the playoffs. So they're making moves. They are you know by getting uh, you know Lucas Giolito and uh, you know Lopez and you know making their making the moves with the uh, sluggers from Colorado on Sunday. So yeah, they're all in. Absolutely. And another team that decided, so Cody Bellinger was on, um, you know, the trade market and the Cubs, the Chicago Cubs, of course, the parent club for the South Bend Cubs here in the Midwest League decided to take Bellinger off. And they think so, which tells me that they think they got a roster that they think can fight for an NL Central that is currently being led by the Cincinnati Reds. Pinch me if I'm crazy for even saying that it feels weird even saying that but that's where we're at Cincinnati Reds leading the division Cubs think they're right in it only a couple few four games back what do you think of the Cubs deciding to take Bellinger off the trade market yeah and you know Marcus Stroman too uh for that matter is yeah. they uh yeah they had every intention to uh sell and I think uh you know Jed Hoyer the GM still wants to sell but you couldn't you couldn't with the uh, winning streak I know it was against bad teams uh you know very soft schedule there so, but you couldn't do that to fan base. You know, you're too close now. So, really, no choice. And uh, you know, let them walk as free agents. And, you know, if if Stroman decides to leave, uh, and then you know, at least you get draft picks from them. But I think you know, even though I don't think they wanted to keep them, I think they want to rebuild uh, for for next year because I'm not sure how realistic it is to uh, you know make the playoffs and how how deep they go. But you can't do that to the fan base. Yeah, absolutely agree. And a team that, you know, speaking of, you know, doing, you know, some damage to the fan base in terms of their fandom, um, a team that, you know, uh, you know, I know we focus on the Midwest League. So a team that's here and near and dear to my heart, the Fort Wayne Tin Caps in the Midwest League are dealing with the problem right now where they don't have a lot of players. They have, they literally don't even have a full roster with just 24 names. And this be, a lot of it, it's not only it's not only due to trades. You know, the Padres have obviously been very active the last couple of years and and making huge deals in order to win now. And now Blake Snell is on the trade market. But in terms of the San Diego Padres, what, where do you think they sit right now with the trade deadline? I think a little bit like the, uh, like the Cubs. I don't think you can trade anybody now. Uh, they had two old teams that were going to trade Blake Snell. They were going to trade Josh Hader. Uh, they weren't going to trade Juan Soto, but they're going to trade the other two. 
And now by uh, you know sweeping the Rangers at home, it was like their 42nd sellout crowd of the year. I don't you know since you were all in during the winter, I don't think you can just um, you know abruptly turn around and say you know what these guys aren't uh, we're, we're going to give up right now. So they're too close. Only five games out in the wild card. So I don't I don't think they make the playoffs. But they got to give it a they got to give it a run. Uh, you know, it's almost embarrassing if they don't make the playoffs because of all the star power they have. And of course, the trade deadline comes at the end of the night, and a team that I thought would be a little bit more active in selling, and I thought would you know be making a little bit more moves. They've made a couple, but the St. Louis Cardinals. What have you thought about their moves and any chances they make any more before the deadline? Yeah, they're not done by any means. Yeah, they traded away. Uh, you know, trade away Jordan Montgomery and also Jordan Hicks and Chris Stratton. Uh, they're just, you know, they like to trade Jack Flaherty. He'll definitely be gone before uh, before the deadline, which is at, uh, at 6 o'clock Eastern time on Tuesday. And then uh, maybe some, you know, infielders too, like a Paul DeYoung, uh, Tommy Edmond, those, those sort of guys. So they're on the move. Uh, Flaherty will definitely be gone. We'll see about the position players. Yeah, and a team that is, you know, in the terms of the Midwest League, and I always follow the trade deadline as well because I'm a big prospects guy and following, and obviously following the Midwest League of the high A clubs, um, you know, obviously trades for like bigger time prospects obviously affects uh, most of the time, you know, the high A clubs, triple A, double A, and it affects them and the roster as they, you know, as the season progresses, and especially around the trade deadline. Great Lakes Loons in the Midwest League are fighting for a playoff spot right now, which their parent club is the Dodgers. Who have also been pretty pretty active at the trade deadline, but a team that I don't know has a lot of moves left. But what do you think of the Dodgers, and do you think they have anything left to do before the deadline? Well, yeah, they have the uh, the highest ERA by starting rotation in uh, since the club moved to L.A. Uh, so you know they need a pickup on that. Uh, obviously, you know they got Lance Lynn to help on that from the, from the White Sox. Uh, if the Mets trade Verlander, and they want to. Uh, L.A. has good chances, or maybe better chance than anybody to get him. I think he's going to the Dodgers or the uh, or the Astros. Uh, I would be surprised at all to see him head to the Dodgers. The Dodgers have all the prospects in the world. Uh, they can do whatever they want. So I would think Verlander would make a lot of sense there. Obviously, they're saving money for Otani, but uh, I, I could see Verlander there. I would think another starter for sure. Gotcha. Yeah, highest ERA. In baseball, and another team that is also, you know, making a run for the NL Central, Milwaukee Brewers, only a half game back. Any chance? And obviously, they're 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 a high A team as well, is also trying to make a push for the playoff. The Wisconsin Timber Rattlers, only two games back in their division as well. But the Milwaukee Brewers, a team that I think could use a couple of moves as well in order to catch a hot Cincinnati Reds team. I know they're only half game back, but the Reds are Reds are still rolling. Any chance the Brewers make any moves? I think they want some position players. They need to improve that offense. Uh, they are getting Brandon Woodruff back here in a couple of weeks, so that's going to help them out. Uh, so I, I think they'll try to get some uh, position players. You know, maybe they try to get uh, a couple of those guys from uh, St. Louis Cardinals, but they did, you know, need some more offense. Uh, but that's it. See what the Reds do. I mean, obviously they're at least a year ahead of schedule, if not two years. So you know, do they trade away those prize prospects they have? And uh, for, for a starting pitcher, uh, I, I don't think they'd be that aggressive. I think they'll make a modest move, but not a huge move. 
Yeah, two teams. It'll be interested to see what they do. Two teams that are obviously on top of the NL Central, both the Reds and the Brewers, and both have teams in the Midwest League in the Dayton Dragons and Wisconsin Timber Rattlers. So the Miami Marlins, for me at least, came by surprise so far this year, um, fighting for a wild card spot, which if you would have told me that before the season started, I would have thought you were joking or just I don't a Marlins fan. But yes, they're right in the thick of things in the NL wild card race. And their team is their minor um, Midwest League team as well, uh, making a push. The Beloit Skycarp as well, making a push for the playoffs. But any chance the Miami Marlins try to do any make any moves in order to change their roster to solidify that wild card spot? I think they make some uh, some modest moves. I, I really love the move they made again, David Robertson. Yeah, I was surprised how cheaply they got him. A lot of teams could use Robertson. So great move and. Uh, Hey, I would I would think so, and they're doing this without you know, Jazz Chisholm uh, being hurt most of the year. Alcantara has struggled most of the year, so you know, kudos to a Skip Schumacher who you know maybe NL Manager of the Year with what he's doing. You know, fabulous job by Schumacher. So I would think a uh, modest moves. You know, uh, you know, probably anybody now wants to trade away a top five prospect, so they're not going to do that. But I, I could see them having at least one more move up their sleeve. Yeah, and in terms of, you know, following the Midwest League West, the Cedar Rapids Colonels on top of the division and have the best record in the entire Midwest League. And their farm team, uh, their parent club, as well as running things right now in the AL Central, the Minnesota Twins. And it's a team that I, you know, they're growing on me. Um, They're a team that I didn't really have the highest expectations for. Um, I honestly thought before the season the Guardians would be running away with this division, but instead find themselves a half game back in the AL Central right now. But I look at the Minnesota Twins team. I still think they're a guy or two away from making things happen in the AL Central and moving forward in order to compete with teams like the Texas Rangers, who are hot right now, and obviously the Houston Astros reigning reigning champions. But the Minnesota Twins in the AL Central, any chance or any chance they do anything and make any moves to solidify and take control of that AL Central? They got to do something. I mean, their offense let them down. They got the great pitching. You can't wait waste that pitching staff. Um, they just got swept by the Royals of all teams. So, you know, yeah. unbelievable that happened. I'm with you. I, I thought Cleveland would win that division too. I'm not sure running away with it, but I like Cleveland, particularly what they did last year. I thought they had a, a chance to go all the way, to tell you the truth. Uh, but they've been so yep. banged up with uh, pitching injuries, uh, kind of a shell themselves. Uh, offensive, they could use some help. So be interesting to see what these two teams do to because uh, it's a two team race now. I would think Minnesota's got to get a bat. I don't think they can just stay pat here. Uh, you, you, you know, Sonny Gray's a free agent. You just hate to waste this kind of pitching and and not make the playoffs. And I I think they're a better team than Minnesota. Yeah, and two parent clubs that also have teams in the Midwest League. Of course, we're talking about the Lake County Captains, the affiliate for the Cleveland Guardians, and yes. Cedar Rapids Colonels were on top of their Midwest League West division. So in terms of the, the major league scale, obviously there's been some moves already made. What so far, you know, in terms of deadline moves, what has been your favorite deal for the club so far in terms of winners? Well, certainly you got, you got to go start with the uh, Texas Rangers. I mean, getting Max Scherzer, uh, then turn around and getting, uh, you know, Jordan Montgomery uh, yesterday from St. Louis Cardinals along with Chris Stratton. So Rangers by far. I thought, you know, they stole Scherzer. I know Scherzer isn't having a great year, but when you have, uh, you know, the Mets, you know, paying, give me $36.5 million to cover his salary, uh, pretty, you know, pretty much all next year. And then they, uh, all your, you know, you're giving him a uh, number three prospect, 
you know, Acuna, uh, Acuna's brother. So he better be better than Acuna for that trade to work out for, uh, for, for the Mets. Uh, they jump out. And I love the aggressiveness the, uh, the Angels have shown. So those two teams uh, so far, uh, you know, Blue Jays made a, a steep uh, price to get Jordan Hicks. But with Jordan Romano, their closer going down, they had to get, they had to get somebody. And I like the fact, you know, that they're that aggressive. So I, I would jump on those three teams right now. And especially, you know, another thing I like to look at, you know, as we are approaching the trade deadline and getting closer in terms of the most desperate teams, who do you think are some of the teams that absolutely that haven't been, that have been pretty quiet that you think really need to make a move? I mean, I look at the top of the AL East, and you obviously got the Orioles and the Raves both at the top of there. Um, I don't know if any of them makes a move. Maybe they just stay packed with the roster that they have and just make a push and settle for the wild card after that. But in terms of teams that are the most desperate need of a move prior to the deadline, who would you say that is? I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay Rays. I mean, uh, you know, they jumped out to that start. Looked like they were a juggernaut. That they were gonna, you know, win the division by 20 games. Uh, you know, World Series or bust. And then they've, you know, been playing mediocre baseball ever since. You know, pretty much a 500 team uh, for the last two months. I think they got to make a move. I think they got to, uh, you know, get her a starter, maybe her position player. You got to do something to shake things up there because uh, that's too good of a team just to, uh, you know, get into the. Get a play of the wild card team and, and go out first round. So I think the best Tampa Bay Rays team they've ever had. So I, I would say desperation wise, they are. I wish I could say the same thing with the Orioles. It sounds like they're not going to be aggressive at all. I would go for this thing. I'm not saying you'll blow up the farm system, but you know this this team has got a chance to go you know really deep into October. Uh, you know, shocking everybody. But I, I don't see the desperation by them. I see more of a desperation by, by, by the Rays. I don't think Boston will do much. Yankees have to do something. Uh, you, can't miss the, you can't miss the playoffs. If you miss the playoffs, I think someone's going to get fired. Yeah, the Yankees are a team that had World Series expectations prior to the season. And currently, like you said, the bottom of the AL East right now, the New York Yankees. So definitely think some moves need to be made there. So Bob Nightingale, of course, from the USA Today. Always great having you. Follow all of his work at the USA Today. And you can check him out on Twitter or, or X now, as we should call it. B Nightingale, follow him there. But, Bob, always a pleasure having you. I really appreciate you waking up. I know you're West Coast time. You woke up early and always. And you still brought it. You still brought the great knowledge to the game of baseball to the podcast. So I appreciate you, as always. Sure, my pleasure. Nothing, nothing like a little coffee will give me a little jolt. <laughs> That's right. Thank you so much for coming on. Take care and looking forward to your coverage at the deadline. All right. Thank you. As always, thank you so much for tuning in to the Midwest Swing Podcast. I am your host, DC Hendricks. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, everywhere podcasts are available. Make us one of your favorites to keep up with everything that we got. All things Midwest League. We love baseball. We love it all. And that's why we are covering it right here on this podcast. So go ahead and subscribe. Follow us on social media, Midwest Swing Pod. And I am at DC Hendricks and official DC Hendricks on Instagram. Just search and you will find. Until next time, everybody, peace and love. Mm-hmm.